0: You are listening to the Patriot Pastors Podcast, where we talk about today's issues from a pastor's perspective, as well as calling America back to the faith of our fathers. Without God, democracy will not and cannot long endure. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone
1: under. Here's your host, Wade Lentz and Harold Smith. All right. Welcome to the Patriot Pastors Podcast. I'm Wade Lentz, pastor of Barrel Baptist Church. I'm with my friend Harold Smith. Harold, do you notice anything different about my office? I it hope looks you do. a lot nicer.
0: You finally got <laughs> rid of
1: all them cathedral albums that were hanging up. In there. <laughs> oh no, I've not got rid of them. I just haven't put, put them up yet, but I renovated our, what used to be our church library that was never used and it's a much bigger room. So I allowed, uh, I allowed the church allowed me to move the library into my old office and we renovated this one and I still don't have uh my you know, pictures up and albums up and so forth, but uh Did you when Amanda luck? gets feeling better, she'll she'll do that.
0: Is the nominating committee gonna find a new church librarian?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Nobody knows what a librarian is today. You know, we put
0: so. a- we put a library in at Lee Creek and I ran off a bunch of copies with name, date, book you checked out. You know, I ran off like five copies of lines. Mm-hmm. I think it's been about five years. We're still on page one, about four lines. Down.
1: <laughs> That's about what it is here for sure.
0: <laughs> Nobody reads books are for pastors, man. The church folk don't read them.
1: That's true. That is true. So what have you been up to, man?
0: I've been doing a little hunting. Gun deer season finally opened up and, uh, that's pretty much gun and muzzleloader deer hunting's all I really engage in anymore. And so I've been doing a little hunting. My son killed a nine point on opening day and about right. three days later, I killed a really nice eight point. And funny thing was I'd killed two coyotes before I killed the deer. So things got pretty cowboy on the deer stand that morning. It was like coyote here, coyote there, deer there. and
1: Wow. You know, wow. Now that uh, that you killed two coyotes and a deer the same day, one of them was a a red, like a reddish color, very pretty coyote. Yeah,
0: let's put we'll put a picture of it in here, right here. But that that coyote is really the color of a red fox, you know, when you look at it. And I've never seen one like that before, probably never seen one like that again. But I don't know. It was just, you know, it was a good morning.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) you killed the coyotes. you killed the coyotes before you shot the deer?
0: Yeah. I, I had a coyote come in about seven o'clock and I shot it. And I had another one come in about eight o'clock and I shot it. And then about nine o'clock I had, th- this was the deer I was after. It was the biggest uh-huh. one I had on my game camera. And it came through about nine o'clock and I shot it. And and here was the cool thing. I was using some ammunition from like the sixties, some old Western 30-06 ammo. Wow.
1: Clint Clint Eastwood ammunition
0: yeah i mean from back in yeah <laughs> rowdy yates days you know um uh but yeah i was using some vintage ammo. i tested it in my rifle it shot really well and it performed really well so it was kind of neat and it used the use the rifle mom and dad got me for graduation yeah so it was kind of it was kind of a good hunt i really enjoyed it I had a good time
1: let me let me do a little plug for you real quick harold has a youtube channel that's called preachers day off and on that YouTube channel, he talks a lot about guns and ammo, uh hunting stuff, gardening stuff, cooking stuff, right? You do a lot of barbecuing, and I think you've even cooked a possum before.
0: I've cooked there. possum, coon, groundhog. None of those do I recommend. I did it in the name of science. <laughs> yeah, I do, wow. I do. I do cooking for a crowd because I cook for the church a lot. And, um, so I'll do big recipes like for 40 or more. And then I've cooked weird things. Yeah. Yeah. I just try to, it. like I said, it's just what the title implies. Preacher's day off. It's whatever I'm doing that particular week in my off time.
1: Right. Right. So I think you have like, Seven or eight thousand subs- subscribers, yeah, and uh, uh, just over eight
0: thousand subscribers. Yeah,
1: if you're interested in that kind of stuff, I highly recommend you subscribing I, to his. I don't YouTube know channel. if that's
0: real though, Wait, I, I just can't imagine eight thousand people tuning into what I'm doing on my day off. They must be Russian bots.
1: <laughs> uh, you never know in these uh, in these days we're living in, for sure. Yeah, yeah
0: if your pronouns can be demon demons, they them. And I see my wife was telling me this just before we went on. She'd saw somebody who's pronoun. I said, that's not a pronoun. That's a noun.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I took junior English twice and I know the difference between a noun and a pronoun. Yeah. But these days you can do anything.
1: That's right. No, no mm-hmm. rules today for sure. What have you been up to? Man, not a whole lot. I, I uh, been trying to take care of, uh, some sick folks. Uh, I, I'm sure it's the same way there, but we have the flu going around and, and it's, kind of hit my my family. We don't have the flu in our house necessarily, but a lot of uh just the crud, fever, congestion and you know, it happens every winter time and when you have four boys, you're going to have sickness around the the house.
0: My wife is a public school teacher, so we've got pretty good immune systems built up.
1: Oh, y'all had everything and everything.
0: Yeah. We've had it all. We've had the big C and the little C. We've had everything two or three times <laughs>
1: yeah. well hey thinking about talking about bots earlier elon musk finally has taken over twitter you think that's a win or a who cares well
0: his tweets are a lot more funny than zuckerberg's ever wasn't it zuckerberg <laughs> that had it uh
1: jack dorsey before dorsey. Yeah, i think Z- yeah
0: zuckerberg was facebook yeah must tweets are way better i mean he has a sense of humor he does genius but he's a funny genius so (laughs) right (laughs) uh, he's cracked me up with some of the tweets and even replies you know he'll get in the comments every once in a while oh yeah and i'm like this guy here we miss the days when people weren't afraid just to be themselves yeah right we live in an era where people are afraid of being sued they're afraid of you know, public outcry. And so they let whatever the loudest member of society deems is acceptable. Mm -hmm. And I find it refreshing for a guy that says, I don't care what you think. I'm going to say what I think. Sure. And yeah, I like it. He's reinstated Trump. I don't know if Trump knows that yet. I think Trump's been playing golf for three or four straight days. So who knows if he even knows he's back on Twitter. Right. Phil Johnson's back on Twitter. I saw that.
1: Okay, good.
0: So, um, Uh, but look, man, if Twitter folded tomorrow and never reopened, my life would carry on without it, even though I enjoy on there from time to time, but man, all those things could fold up. I think our world would be better off if we didn't have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and, um, yes, whatever the other I know you're right. TikTok, even YouTube. And I'm on YouTube a lot, but yeah. Uh, social media by and large is just a time waster. People get the impression that everyone else wants to hear their opinion. Mm -hmm. And so you got people on there just saying all sorts of ignorant things, kind of like podcast, you know, everybody has a podcast.
1: (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) (laughs) When you and I have a podcast by George, everybody's got a podcast.
0: uh, Hey, time was when my, my sphere of influence was the kids I could round up on the playground, Yeah, you know? Right Now we have the world wide web where we think that, you know, billions of people are having interest in us and we ought to be saying (laughs) something. And really, if we all went back to just the kids, we could round up on the playground, the world would be a lot better off. Mm -hmm. You know, that's
1: right. Yes. Hey, speaking about influence and speaking about uh, political correctness, you heard that Trump announced the other day that he is going to run for 2024 election. Um, I'm shocked, which I, I, yeah, I know you're shocked, I'm I'm very shocked, shocked. So, um, speechless, I guess you could say, but really we talked about this briefly on a, on a previous episode that, you know, you and, you and I agree that he would not be our first choice.
0: He wouldn't be our first, (laughs) second or third, probably.
1: Right. Right. Um, when the primaries, you know, take place, depending upon who's in the primary, you know, we may not even vote for him in the primary. I know that a couple have hinted that uh, I'm not in favor of whatsoever, and that is, number one, our governor, Asa Hutchinson, which is a, the, a big rhino, uh, Republican uh, Walmart, in name only. Walmart
0: has a leash on him, and, and when oh, they yeah. point and say sick them, he goes and gets him. When they say fetch, he brings it back. Yes, Walmart owns Asa Hutchinson. So if, if you're not from Arkansas and you don't know what's going on, asa hutchinson has been in the hip pocket of walmart since he became before he became governor really
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, yeah at one time asa had a great career as a conservative uh politician he originally Mm -hmm. worked for the reagan administration i think he was a deputy prosecutor or something he was yeah and so he started off well he started off as a bible believing christian he ran on that he had that Mm -hmm. reputation but By the time he became governor of Arkansas, whatever Walmart said is what Asa did. And he's he's vetoed legislation that would make it illegal to chemically castrate minors. Yeah. I mean, this is a no brainer legislation. We're trying to pass a law that you have to be at least old enough to buy a pack of cigarettes Mm -hmm. before you can take your genitals off. Yeah, that's that's as plain as it it, it can be spoken Mm -hmm. against that. And the only yeah. reason he was against that is because Walmart said they were against it. Mm-hmm. And the thing That's that really right. set you and I off was during the whole pandemic, uh, Arkansas was a free state. We didn't have mask mandates. We didn't have all these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Art who's, if you don't know this, they're headquartered in Arkansas. They said they were going to mandate mask in all of their stores. So all the local grocery stores are like, this will be great. We won't do it. Yeah. Everybody that wants freedom will come here. Walmart realized it was going to be a financial, um, decision. And so they called up the governor they own and said, Hey, make it statewide mandate. Everybody has mm-hmm.
1: to. It. That's right. And that's exactly what happened. And we saw very quickly that, uh, who, uh, who he listens to. And then that's exactly what, what his administration would be if he was to win uh presidency, which I do not see at all, but you know, you have guys like that. I'm not going to vote for people such as he or Nikki Haley. But if you have like a Ted Cruz or a Ron DeSantis running in a primary, yeah, I would vote for them before Trump. Oh, hands down. Yeah, because, and we talked about this earlier, um, they have less baggage, um, than what Trump has. And they're a little bit more diplomatic in the way they handle and the way they talk to people than what Trump is. Uh, Trump is the antithesis of being politically correct, and, and maybe he drifts on the other side of that too far. But bottom line, I think whoever runs in the primary with him is going to lose. I think Trump wins a primary in my fee, in, in my uh, estimation. Um, so let's say that he wins primary. Joe Biden runs again in 2024 uh, or whoever the Democrat is. We have a lot of folks, especially in the, in the Christian realm, evangelicalism, uh, evangelical preachers, pastors, and so forth, who are never Trumpers. What do you think about that? I think they're idiots. Tell uh, us what you really think, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do. Let, 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 I understand personal conviction. I'm a Baptist, okay? I believe in liberty of conscience. I don't believe the church tells people what to do. Uh that's what separates me from other Protestant groups. They don't believe mm-hmm. in liberty of conscience. They may say they do, but when they get control, they make us all pay taxes to their church and they they unite their church with the state. I'm a yeah. Baptist, we don't do that. We're liberty of conscience. Uh we we don't we don't think we can force people to do things spiritually or against their their conscience or will. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I understand that you have the right to choose and vote for whoever you want. I mean, we got a lot of criticism over uh, saying that libertarians were out of line. You know, if you're a Christian and you're libertarian, you've got just as much baggage as being a Christian and a conservative Republican, you know? Right. But for you to say never Trump in this political system is essentially a vote for the other party Mm -hmm. because your, your only option is you're going to write in somebody's name, no chance of winning. You're going to vote some third-party candidate, libertarian, whatever, no chance of winning. So yeah. you're going to say, no, I'm not going to vote for the one of the two people that are going to run. I'm going to take this supposedly holy middle ground and and not vote. And that's within your conscience to do so. Mm-hmm. But here's my complaint. Never Trumpers are not a quiet bunch. Have you noticed that?
1: I have noticed that for sure.
0: The one that got me wound up, and and I won't rag the guy too much, Jared C. Wilson. He is the author in residence at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Kansas City. He's also an elder in a church, I'm guessing somewhere around Kansas City. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he put a tweet on uh Twitter just the other day, and it said, Still Never Trump all these years. And then he crossed out years and put decades. Mm. And to me, that just is silly. I I don't like Trump any more today than I did in 2016. Yeah. You know, he hasn't grown on me. I still feel the same way about him. Sure. But if you give me a choice between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, I'm picking Donald Trump hands down every day. Yes. I'm never going to say never.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm never going to mandate and I'm never going to broadcast. I agree with you. I hope Ron DeSantis wins. And man, if I was a Democrat, I'd vote for him three times. You know, that's yeah. what Democrats do. They vote three to four times each. At least <laughs> yeah. that's what they say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I love Ron DeSantis. He carries my yeah. values. He's, he's carried them out. But if he doesn't win that or he decides not to run, what we always get stuck with every time. Is the most liberal conservative candidate. We get stuck with a John McCain. We get stuck with a Mitt Romney. Uh We get stuck with a Bob Dole. We get stuck with vanilla ice cream. The, The liberal news media, which controls the minds of most Americans, they will lambast every truly conservative candidate until they whittle it down to the weakest possible candidate to run against a Democrat. It's always been that way. What frustrates them is Trump's bulletproof. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know if he made a pact with the devil. I have no idea why Mm -hmm. this way, but they couldn't destroy him. Yeah. And you guys, you never Trumpers have to own this. Yeah. Trump is the reason that Roe v. Wade was reversed. Mm -hmm. Three Supreme Court candidates were picked under his leadership. That was the deciding votes. That's right. And you guys, you know, no, I voted for some higher moral middle ground. I don't believe so. hmm I mean, what do you think, Wade? I've been rambling on here for a while. I'm no. kind of wound up about it.
1: I, I I agree 100% with you. I I think their hatred for Trump is so great that it blinds them to what, really what Biden and others are doing to our country. They hate Trump so much that they can't see that – their promotion of, Hey, don't you vote for Trump? If you do, you're just as bad as he is really promotes the other side, promotes more evil. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm sick of it for sure. It's one thing to, to have that conviction. Like you say, if, if it is, if it's a, a sin to you to vote for Trump, then don't sin against your conscience, but you don't have to broadcast what, what you think consciously is a sin to you mm-hmm. and, and then try to, do so that you may sway others to follow you because you know what um you're you're up here spiritually, and then everybody else down is down here that's the that's the way I take it yeah and um yeah i'm I'm sick of this pious you know i will I'll never vote for this man, but and,
0: and the real has this been your experience too The real gripe against Trump is his meanness. You know, he, it's yeah. his mean tweets. It's the nasty things he says about people publicly. Has mm-hmm. that been your experience of people that don't like him? It's not that they don't like his conservative policy. It's right. that they don't like the drain the swamp idea. It's not that they don't like make America great again uh, slogan. It's they don't like that he says mean things to people. It's yeah. time.
1: I think they, they have just are um, figures of our culture today. They're They're soft. They yeah. get their feelings hurt.
0: Well, that, that that I mean, that's my point here. If you think that Joe Biden really is a nice guy down deep inside, you're out of your mind. Yes. If yeah. you think Nancy Pelosi is a better option than Donald Trump, that she's really a nice person because she don't publicly say mean things. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi just puts the curtain on when she goes in public.
1: Absolutely. She's
0: as wicked and rotten as the rest of them. Joe Biden is the same way. Kamala Harris is the same way. Yeah. These are all wicked, nasty people. Mm-hmm. I I know very few politicians. I'd want to have anything to do with privately one-on-one. Yeah. So for you to say, I'll never this guy, because he said something, he's a big meanie. Everybody on that ballot is a big meanie in real life. Yes. But they're politicians for a reason, Wade.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: put on a show in public to get your vote. Trump doesn't, right? If you think these other guys are some kind of morally, you know, superior people, I pity your ignorance. Yeah, I really do. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I feel sorry for folks that uh, that think a no vote for Trump is somehow better after after what two years of Biden. Look what has happened to our country economically, morally, uh, you name it, in every facet, America is worse. Yes. And you're still going to say hey I'm a never trumper. Yeah. Dude you you got some problems. I'd, I
0: I really really believe this. I think the never trumper people are I just don't think their their minds are wired right. Now look, on the other side of the coin there is the ever trumpers. Okay, I don't yeah. I don't know yeah. what to call them. Yeah. First, and you and I were talking about this right before we went on the air. The ever Trumpers are just as wacky and weird. You and I have never been like rah rah rah. Trump, Trump's the answer. Mm-hmm. We, you and I have both been like, okay, Trump is our best option given yeah. the candidates that actually have a chance of becoming president. We've never been like, this is the man. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: these people that are rabid Trump supporters—they're just as wacky as the rabid anti-Trumpers, you know, yeah. and yeah. all I'm appealing to you to do is come to the middle. Even you wacko Trump supporters mm-hmm. back off and look at the other candidates in the primary. Sure. Because I really believe the battle to get the White House back and even get America back on track. You and I would agree. The answer is not politics. It's not going to come from the president.
1: But right.
0: if we're going to see political change, we've got to have a better people in political office. Mm hmm. The real key to getting all this back is to get the extremists to come to the center, to get the the radical Trumpers to come, and this all has to take place in the primaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's the primaries. That's where the media does their best to destroy every viable candidate in the conservative wing. And they leave us, as I was saying earlier, with a Mitt Romney or a John McCain. They leave us with some rhino. It'll probably be an Asa Hutchinson if they have their way. (laughs) Yeah. Middle ground, vanilla, owned by corporate, whatever, you know, sellout guy. Yeah. That will be the candidate that the media will pit to run against Joe Biden.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: So if we're going to break that, we've got to get the best conservative candidate that carries our Christian values in the White House. Mhm. If we don't get that, then we've got to play along. And here's here's my scenario. The never trumpers are kind of like the people in a group that are trying to decide where to go eat. Yeah. All right. If if you're in a group, let's say you're at some Bible conference somewhere. There's like 8 or 10 preachers, you know. What'll happen is it's over. They'll say, "Let's all go get something to eat." All right? So a preacher like me would say, "Hey, I know a barbecue place right down the road. Got the best mm-hmm. pulled pork sandwich you ever had." And most preachers will go, "Okay." But you'll always have this one guy that's like, "No, nah, I don't eat pork, never, ever." <laughs> and you're like, "Well, they got brisket." No, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't like smoked meat. Upsets my stomach. And you're like, um, "Well, you know, we're gonna go eat some meat. You know, this is what American human <laughs> beings do: we eat meat. I'm vegetarian. I'm like." they got potato <laughs> salad they put bacon drippings in their potato salad <laughs> and that person is sitting over here you know at, at pasta bowl eating a salad yeah. while yeah. everybody else is over there. that's the never trumper
1: uh-huh yeah
0: they cannot realize that if they want to have fellowship in the group if they want to function in society they're not always going to get it their way
2: mm-hmm. i yeah. don't
0: i don't think Donald Trump is a great man, but the majority of the people in this country on my side of the aisle said he's their candidate. I have to go along with that. There's no Mm -hmm. other option except Joe Biden or whoever the Democrats put is their man up there.
1: Right, right.
0: And I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. As much as I do not like our current governor, Asa Hutchinson, I would take him over Joe Biden.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I do not like him. But well, we've made right. it clear we've got major concerns and disagreements.
1: Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: But if the majority of my fellow citizens say that's going to be the conservative candidate, I'm not going to go over to the pasta bowl and eat a salad.
1: Yes, that's a good and, point.
0: And I, I just that's the way I see the never Trumper. Mm-hmm. There will be Trumpers if Trump doesn't win the nomination. And I hope he don't. I, you're pretty confident that he will. You're more politically astute than I am. Nah. There will be Trumpers that are like, I just can't vote for Ron DeSantis if he wins. I just can't vote for it. I'm like, You're you're just as weird and wacky as the other end. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I just yeah. Man,
0: I don't get it.
1: I, I know. I, I listened to Trump's speech that he gave where he was making his announcement that he was going to run in twenty twenty four and I agreed with, man, ninety percent of everything that he said. Um there's one thing though he did say that he was going to try to implement, and that was that if you're caught selling drugs that you're automatically going to be receiving the death penalty. And I thought, okay, well, that's the first I've ever heard of. I don't know how um, ethically morally that that's, you know, possible to kill a person who sells drugs. But, but to me, I thought, you know, that kind of stuff right there so far the other way that your independent voters to whom you have got to have to beat the Democrats, you're not going to lure them to vote for you because you believe in the death penalty for those who sell drugs. And I understand the dangers in, in the drugs, those who sell drugs that can kill people. I understand that. But biblically speaking, um, I don't believe there is biblical grounds to execute somebody for selling drugs, you know? So, um. Shouldn't we cut?
0: Clock- Cut a hand off first or something.
1: Do something like that. You know, I mean, start with one finger at a time, you know, but still, I just thought, man, why don't you say that? They're they're going to pick up on that, and that's the only thing they're going to hear. So
0: His supporters kind of feed on that kind of stuff, though. I really do. Yeah. I think a lot yeah. of his supporters are just, he, he appeals to the disgruntled. Mm-hmm. If you're just fed up with the way America is, this guy is outside the box. He's probably your man. Yeah. I will say this, as much as I do not want to vote for him, all in all, his first four years were not bad. No. He I, he really outshined my expectations. He did. Um, but I think there's a lot better candidates in this country if we can get them to run, if America can get behind them. So what I will be doing is when these primaries start coming up and we have a real list of candidates to look at. Mm hmm. I will be having conversations with people I know about the candidate that I think is the best. And I will try to do my influence in the primaries where I think that is the least voted on election that we have. But in my opinion, Mm -hmm. it is the most important.
1: Yes. And
0: uh, we'll try to influence and, 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 and make our headway then. And then whatever our fellow Americans, I mean, I'm kind of like Caleb and Joshua. You know, you and I are like. Let's go and seize it right now. We're well able to take the promised land. But if everybody says no, we're we're like grasshoppers in their sight.
1: Yeah. Then
0: we'll be forty years with the grasshoppers.
1: Yeah. Right. But we're
0: not going to go back to Egypt and go. No, we don't go over there. We're not going to be with those guys that think they're <laughs> yeah. grasshoppers. This is who we are. Yeah. This is where we're at. We've got to play mm-hmm. the hand we're dealt. Yes. You dwell yes. amongst dumb people. You got. to You got to roll along with them.
1: Hmm. That's right. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the jury's out. I guess you can say it's, it all depends on who puts their name in the hat. And, uh, I, I don't think Ron DeSantis does because I think Ron DeSantis has too much to lose if he does not win the primary. I think he stays out, um, lets Trump do his thing four more years or two more years, maybe whatever the scenario is. He then enters the race, but my opinion and I'm, I'm not a political. You know, scientists, whatever you can call it, but, uh, um, but you
0: play one on a podcast.
1: I do. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Um, hey, you were talking about the libertarians earlier. Yeah. We have a runoff election in Georgia, which is a very big runoff between Herschel Walker, the former NFL star, former uh, Georgia Bulldog running back, uh, against Raphael Warnock, who is a ultra liberal. Supposedly a Bible preacher, but he doesn't use the same Bible, read the same Bible that I use, but there's a big runoff there. But what's interesting is that we talked about, about, about libertarians in a previous, um, podcast episode. It was the libertarians vote that was the deciding factor as to why Herschel Walker lost that race. And why yeah. In a the run, runoff. runoff. Yeah. I didn't yes. lose that
0: he's in a runoff.
1: That's right. He's in a, in a runoff, but I think there's like 80,000 uh, Georgians, uh, who voted libertarian and, uh, I'm like, guys, please. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had a preacher. He uh, contacted me and said that he's like the libertarian difference is the reason we're having a runoff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Wade, I just, if you, if you are a devoted libertarian, let, let me give you some advice. Run as a Republican that, that has libertarian values. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a two-party system, whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah, these I did. not I didn't deal this deck of cards. I just play the hand I've got. Be a conservative libertarian. Be a Ron Paul. Be a Rand Paul. be you know, be the guy. Mm-hmm. Say this is the kind of Republican I am, or this is the kind of Democrat I am. Uh, I they say they exist, kind of like Bigfoot and the Tooth Fairy and a few other things. They say there are conservative Democrats out there. I've never met one. Yeah. But if you're Democratic and you're Libertarian, run under the Democratic ticket. Get all your Libertarian buddies behind you. Mm -hmm. Switch the party over. Don't try to bring in a third party. Yeah. (laughs) It just don't work. We end up in these silly runoffs every time. So that's my gripe on that. And we're probably pushing over 30 minutes now. And I don't think anybody's still listening except (laughs) your mom and mine.
1: I hope they are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, listen, you know, we'll we'll find out in the next few months who is going to run and who is not. And uh I'm sure that we will be talking about this for quite a few I times. Not.
0: I hope we're talking about <laughs> Bible and church stuff. I I get sick of politics. Hey, we,
1: we have. I think the last five or six episodes has been something about government or. So, yeah, the next episode needs to be something spiritual. OK,
0: sounds good. <laughs> All right. But we got to get out of here. It's getting dark and the deer starting to move and I got one buck tag left. So there you go. All right. On behalf of my good friend, Wade, I want to thank you guys. If you're still listening for listening today, leave us a comment, uh, get on Twitter, uh, get on Facebook, uh, go to Patriot pastor podcast. If you've got a, a recommendation for an episode you'd like for us to cover a topic, you'd like to hear our opinions on. You can leave it at any of those platforms. We'll be sure and get it and uh, get back with you. Thanks for tuning in today. May God richly bless you.